It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee Club Show. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to check it out. We appreciate that. One million listens strong, and we're continuing. I think we're going to get to two million quicker than we got to one million. Actually, because I don't think I, we could get to two million slower than we got to one million. No. But if you enjoy I mean, the podcast, could, uh, please help us uh, pump up those numbers and uh, recommend them, share them on social media. Whatever you got to do, uh, we appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right, where do we got? Uh, what do we got for the podcast today? Uh, I'll tell you what, we'll find out how you can make one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year fulfilling the darkest fantasies of married men. The more you think about that, the less you think that might be worth your time. I wonder how dark it really gets. You want me to do what, sir? I bet it gets real dark. And then after that, pretty much everything else in the podcast will be bad news. We'll talk about the long dong Americans, or are they? No where, way, man. Kings of the cock. That's what we fancy ourselves. Where does the USA fall on the list of the nations with the biggest dongs? They surveyed 86 nations. We'll find out exactly what number USA USA fell into. Which has got to be kind of a hard thing because you go around asking guys in every country, how big is your dick? Oh, plenty big. Plenty oh, big. Yeah, ask your mom. She'll yeah, tell you. Yeah. Big enough to do the job. Uh, <laughs> and or then, my standard. I, I don't get many complaints. And then I think after that, we'll pretty much just go uh, the worst people on the planet for the whole second part of the podcast. All right? We got a lot of dudes doing a lot of dumb shit and making themselves, well, making the lives of other people difficult. We'll get to that here in a second. Let's start with this sexy young lady. She has sexomnia. What do you think that is? She wakes up in the middle of the night and fucks. Woman reportedly suffers from sexomnia. Reveals how the condition can lead to some embarrassing overnight visits. Visits. It's can I, like the, can I crash here? Absolutely. It's, it's like the it's like the tooth fairy, except you know, great. <laughs> it's a largely uh, sex omnia is a largely unknown condition. It's like sleepwalking, except it involves sex acts. Uh, the sexomnia sleep disorder can result in a variety of behaviors. I think we know the good one, though. People with the condition have been known to <gasps> masturbate. Hey. All right. Well, I don't know if I want that. Make sexual vocalizations, <laughs> which means they just lay there and moan in their sleep. <laughs> I don't, hey, I don't want either of those two things so far. They're like, what? what is she doing? Is, is that sex or is she just lifting something heavy? Yeah, Steve, you can't crash in my house anymore. I saw you on the couch fiddling with it in the middle of the night, moaning to yourself. They've also been known to touch partners or even have spontaneous orgasms all while sleeping. Not too shabby. Some even initiate intercourse with a partner. Back in 2017, there were only 17 cases of sexomnia reported. Uh, they found that 47% of the people that did have sexomnia had a history of sleepwalking and or night terrors. Hey. People that suffer from sexomnia can't remember anything they did or said during the night when they wake up. It's like a dream you've completely forgotten about. Some sexomnics, uh, sexomniacs, uh, wake up feeling confused. I have the worst taste in my mouth. <laughs> hey, why, why are my teeth jammed with pubes? 
One woman says she had ooh, an episode at a friend's house and no had no idea anything occurred while staying with her friend. <laughs> she was moaning loudly in her sleep. <laughs> hey, quiet down over there. It woke up her friend's entire family, leading them to believe <laughs> that she was having sex in their house. Uh... The woman woke up the next day, had no clue anything had happened. It wasn't until the next morning that her friend texted her and said, uh, Hey, man. Researchers think the factors to the condition uh, is stress, lack of sleep, even exhaustion. While the condition is incredibly rare, it can be managed. Why would you wanna why would you wanna hide that under a bushel? There's no reason to manage something like that. I'll manage fine. They say uh, open communication between partners of sexomniacs needs to be definitely had. Sleeping in separate rooms. Why would you do that? Hey, you open the door, there's little fucking nail marks all over the door. She tried to get in last night and do me. I'm unsafe. If you're concerned about experiencing symptoms of sexomnia, you need to talk to a doctor, they say. All right, how about a hundred and a half a year fulfilling the fantasies, the dark fantasies of married men? At first you think yes, but you hear that word dark and you get hung up on it a little bit. This woman, her name is uh, Leanne London, to her 1900 OnlyFans subscribers, says she's bringing down about $148,000 a year. Which is a hell of a nice income, but an even nicer supplemental income. By tempting sexually dissatisfied husbands online, she says... Is your wife boring you? Does your girlfriend nag all the time? How does she know these things? It's like she's a psychic. Come and escape the boredom with me, she says in her OnlyFans bio. Uh, The uh, invitation is linked to several juicy snapshots of her social media. And, uh, oh, lacy lingerie, lingerie, leather high boots. She said before she took up OnlyFans, she was an actress, realizing there's a million of other pretty brunettes chasing down the same actressing dreams. She decided, you know what, I'm taking my game to OnlyFans. She said, after deciding the rat race wasn't for me, I took the plunge, incorporating my performance skills and my writing skills to go into content creation and live streaming. Oh, it's not a little bit of work for a lot of money. I like you just call like posing nude and doing stuff as content creation. I'm a content creator. Yeah, she says uh, it's not a little bit of work for a lot of money. It's a lot of work for a lot of money. She spends uh, the majority of her waking hours, she says, creating fetish domination and kinky friendly content as uh, makes men worship her. Oh, geez. No wonder she's, no wonder she's working so damn hard. Hey. Her subscription fee is five bucks a month. Oh, you gotta jack those numbers up, lady. No kidding. That's what well, yeah, 60, no wonder, 60 bucks a year per guy? No wonder you're only making a hundred and forty eight thousand dollars a year. Man, you are selling yourself short. She said when she's not posing for pics or drafting uh sex uh sexting messages. Uh yeah, she oh she also does why uh live webcam chats for up to five bucks a minute. I don't think I'd want a live webcam chat. I don't want those people seeing me. Ooh, she says, nothing is off limits. You can explore all your deepest, darkest fantasies with me. Show me how naughty you'd like to be. Or we can just chat about the weather, whatever she says. Whatever tickles your fancy. Good for her. Hey, just tell me I'm doing a good job and I'm going to make it.
She says, building a following actually takes a lot of time and effort. You have to post up to five times a day. It's taken about a year to get to where she is now. And she says, but once you establish yourself, you're in good shape and uh, the sky's the limit. Oh, she also says she likes to give back. She says, for my birthday this month, I'm shaving my head to raise money for Mind and Stroke Association. Mostly probably the latter than the former, right? She says, uh, I'll also be donating my hair to the Little Princess Trust, the charity that makes wigs for children with cancer. So she has a big heart, too. And huge knockers. I'm looking at her knockers. Her heart may be big, but her knockers are enormous. They're pretty nice. All right. Hold your chance, please. Keep your USA, USA to a minimum. They studied the cocks of men <laughs> in 86 nations. Are you sure I can't jump on the cancer train? Do you have anything I can do? Maybe an infectious disease? Cocks? No. All right. I'm the cocks guy. New study looking at the size of the schlong of the men on this great planet of ours. Where did America show up out of 86 nations? We're in top five. Gotta be. No. Huge dicks. It's not top five. Re Top ten. No. No, it's not top ten. 86 nations. Where does America lie? Top 20. No. We gotta be in the top 25. We are not. Dude, this country's all dong, son. Huge nuggets swinging below a massive thick meat. Top 50? Uh, no. How many countries are there? 86 nations surveyed. America ranks at number 59. <laughs> oh. The average prick in America is how long? Uh, didn't we find out the average penis length worldwide is somewhere in the ballpark of five, four and a half, five inches? 5.35 inches for the American dog. Yeah, see? Above the worldwide average. Now, where are the big boners at? This stinks. This big bo- These big boners stink because they're much larger than the American member. I'm going to say somewhere in Scandinavia. Aren't all those people like seven feet tall? An inch makes a lot of difference, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. How about an inch and a half? Is that a lot? Of, is that a big difference? <laughs> oh, hey, hey. Hey, the biggest, dicks in Ameri- uh, the biggest dicks on the planet belong to the men in Ecuador. Oh, must be all that heat near the Earth's hey, equator. More like Ecuador. Look at those fucking things. They're huge. Hey, hey, what a self-esteem boost if you're in Ecuador. Hey, almost seven uh, almost not, uh, seven inches long. Wow. 6.93 inches for the Ecuadorian dog. Cameroon, 6.56. Still an inch bigger than the average American. Bolivia, six and a half. Still more than an inch bigger than the average American. What about those short dick men? Where are you going to find them? What? <laughs> Overseas? <laughs> Yeah, Cambodia. Oh, bad news for Cambodia. The the Cambodian... uh, Cambodia. Yeah, the Cambodian dog is only 3.95, about four inches. So USA, USA. So you need to find yourself a Cambodian woman because she's going to be amazed at your enormous American penis, right? I can't believe, what is this? this? You're like some sort of freak. The Taiwan is uh, the second smallest in the dong department, 4.24 inches 
for the fully erect high. Hey, this is Taiwan also penis. great news if you're a smaller American man because now you know where to live amongst your people, where you'll be seen as average and right. not less than. Yeah, they're like, yo, hey, that's hey, good, that's good. We're not even in the top top half. Nope. <clears throat> Embarrassing. Guys, we got to pump those numbers up. All right, from here on out, we're just going to deal with gross, and, and these are the things that dudes do when you're not looking. We'll start with an Indonesian man. He's 34 years old. He got his headphone cord stuck in his bladder after he shoved it down his penis while he was masturbating. We have a story on the podcast every three months about a guy putting something in his penis. Like, what's the thrill? It's got to hurt, right? Well, here's the problem. Nobody ever says the catheter felt incredible. It's well, always it was the worst pain in my entire life. Here's the problem. As we're getting more and more of these stories. Words getting around. It must be, uh, well, maybe it's forbidden pleasure. All these dudes aren't doing it because they hate it. That's that's where, I've, that's where I, I, I... Didn't we find out there's something called <laughs> sounding where you jam something big down your dick? I don't know. But that's what this guy did. It was his headphone, ca- uh, headphone cable. Hey, 80 centimeters long. Oh. Put this wire down his dog. Oh, it got it got oh, oh, uh, oh. it's got pushed too far and became stuck. Oh. Hey, he told surgeons who treated him that he shoved the wire into his penis for sexual pleasure and gratification. He confessed to using the masturbation technique up to five times a week. He wasn't a first timer. This is how he got his jollies. I always imagine with a headphone cord, like that scene from the opening of Dumb and Dumber 2, when he pulls the catheters, snap. What a great scene. The man, who was not identified, went to the hospital emergency room complaining of stomach pains when he was urinating. So where do you get pleasure? Where's the pleasure part? Is it the act of putting something in, or is it like when you bust your nut, does it come shooting out? I don't know. Do you you pull it out like you're starting a mower, and that's the (laughs) thing? I don't know. I I literally have no idea where... But, I mean, if you do... Like a threat of a sweater? Yeah, I mean, if you do, you could DM, DM us and tell us. Then you said 80 centimeters, so it's like... Yeah, so it's all the right... It's, it was lodged into his bladder. They gave him an x-ray to see how far into his body and how much damage it had caused. It was visible and quickly identified. It was three millimeters wide. Oh, my God, it was coiled. And so he was just, like, <laughs> jamming it in there. You know, kind of like uh, when you load line into a weed whacker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I like that he got it all the way in. And he just kept going. He's like, well, better keep pushing it in. It was not attached to his bladder wall, which was good. Uh, otherwise, it would have caused a hole that would have needed repair. Doctor, oh, my God. Doctors pulled it out using forceps. <laughs> hey, 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 if he's into putting stuff up there oh for sexual God. pleasure, you must have got a real rush of forceps going up there. Right. But sorry about can, that. Sorry about that facial, Doc. I didn't know that forceps were. I had no idea, and maybe you shouldn't get so close. To, hey, the good news is I'm 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 cured. I'm on the bed. Also, great news. I had the most intense climax of my entire life. The guy stayed in the hospital overnight to see if he needed any more treatment. The good news is he didn't. Yeah, there's a yeah. They, they, there's a term for it. The act of inserting foreign bodies into orifices such as the rectum and vagina, and now you know. Your little wiener hole has uh, now been added to the list for a lot of people. You know what the weird thing is too is that this is the the year the the piss hole whatever it's called. It probably is something you graduate to when you're tired of butthole. Like you've you've gone through everything you can go with the back door, and you're like, what's next on the sexual horizon? And you're like, there's a hole I haven't explored yet. Five times a week he was treating himself. I bet it was must have been fun. I asked him why he did it. 
He looked at me like I was an idiot and told me it massively enhanced his orgasm. Oh! He says, the doctor continues, mysteriously, we've seen a lot more of these kinds of problems <laughs> Hey, during lockdown. Hey, word's getting out. People are getting bored and curious. Well, what do they always say? High risk? High reward. High reward. If an object does happen to get stuck inside your penis, it can uh, can cause several problems, ranging from a burning sensation to the inability to urinate and erection problems. And the fact that he lost it means he was stuffing it up there and eventually lost grip on it. And oh. it slid all the way. He's like, "Oh no!" Yeah, it's like trying to it's like trying to bring a fish into the boat. <laughs> you take the hook out oh, of its mouth. Oh. You're like, "All right, get him in the boat." Oh, I lost him. He's he's back in the drink. Hey, that white hot panic! I bet you pinch the middle of your dick. You're like. Oh, maybe I can get it. Maybe I can kind of work it out like you're getting one of those, like a string through a hoodie. You're like, I'll just kind of work it out that way. <laughs> it's like a little reel to reel cassettes. When you would rewind them and it would run out. <laughs> All right, a Swiss man. You know, hey, your wife is like, where are you going? You're like, I, I'm going to step out. I get a random routine checkup. Have you seen the needle those pliers around? <laughs> I'm in a bad spot. Go to Harbor Freight. Be like, I got a magnet. Maybe tease this thing out my junk. Oh, yeah. Try to charm it out like a snake. <laughs> hey, well, I'm going to try to beat it out now. Yeah. A 20-year-old man is uh, in uh, was left in intensive care after suffering a rare lung injury from masturbating. We touched on this on the Trust Real Radio Show this week. This guy's in the hospital, freak accident. What do you what do you call it? Beating his meat. He says uh, he survived a rare lung injury normally caused by rigorous exercise or violent coughing fits. He spent the night in the uh, ICU. Tried to relieve the pain caused by trapped air. The man went to the uh, ER after su- uh, suffering sudden chest pain and breathlessness while pleasuring himself in bed. Hey, by the time he arrived, his face had swollen and crunching noises could be heard from his neck down his arms. Hey, his face is swollen. What's, your fa- what's wrong with your face? I got a little bit too into beating it. Uh, doctors diagnosed him with... Uh... Whoa. Air leaks from the lungs and becomes lodged in the rib cage. It's not sure how the injury occurred, but noted most common it happens in young men. Is that what the crunching noise is? Is the air that's lobbed in the, lodged in the rib cage? I must be. You ever like push down your sternum and you hear a little crack, like a little? I do not. Never mind then. While masturbating, I do no, not. No, no, just for fault, like regular. They say the trapped air. Has the trapped air had spread throughout his body, even up into his skull? In extreme cases, it will cause a collapsed lung. Handful of cases have been reported during sex, but never during masturbation. You know what they say: there's always got to be a first. He had severe shortness of breath, where he told doctors he had started with a sharp pain in his chest while masturbating. <laughs> did he keep going or did he stop? <clears throat> it sounds like it's pretty paralyzing. Yeah, he had uh, untreated asthma. And uh, ADHD. X-ray showed he had profound amounts of trapped air inside of his midsection. That's incredible. Yeah, that's nuts, man. He was discharged on the fourth day. His uh, his condition was deemed to be uncomplicated. He's back home. So with every stroke, he was pulling more air. He was like he was pumping up his own basketball. Yeah. Wow. 
so far, the lesson I'm taking from the podcast is that the penis is not in any way, shape, or form a Tonka truck. Like You need to take care of it. And neither is your rectum warrant. Doctors in Italy had to get creative. A man had an unusual predicament because it wasn't a predicament at all. 31-year-old man went to the emergency room. He had a 23-inch rubber predicament shoved up his ass. 23 inches, huh? That's almost two feet to you and me. The initial exam determined that the object... Oh, boy. This is what you don't want to hear. The object was not removable by hand. <laughs> so the doctor and his staff had to go all MacGyver. There's some tri- trial and error. They were able to put together some medical wire through a stent tube that was looped around the 23-inch rubber sex toy and then pulls pulled away from the walls of the colon. It's like they're pulling wire through a wall. Oh, it was eventually removed. They say the procedure was a success. Hey, imagine being the doctor that pulls that out. Like you pull out like three or four inches, and it just keeps going. It's yeah. like pulling pulling handkerchiefs out of a magician's yeah. sleeve. Yeah, the kid, the, the guy's laying there. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> now breathe, push. How breathe, long is this push. thing? If you think that's bad, how about if they had to fish a four pound dumbbell out of your ass? Just the shape of one alone. Well, like, you don't have it. There's no skinny end. You have to go fat end first. Yeah, both ends have a helmet. <laughs> Big one. Yeah, um, a Brazilian man had to go undergo surgery to remove a dumbbell that was up his ass in a an ill-advised attempt at self pleasure. Oh, it wasn't ill-advised. Oh, this stinks. It, it was published last week in the International Journey, uh, the International Journal Journal of Surgery Case Reports. Oh, man. Hey, I got to tell you, that might be a magazine you and I are interested in subscribing to. A 4.4-pound metal weight. They pulled it out of his rectum. Well, the weird thing is, too, is if you shove up one end, then your asshole's going to narrow after it takes the big part, but it's going to need to open up again to take the rest of it. Yeah, and you have to push for that second half, don't you? They said uh, it was removed from, from his rectum two days after inserting it there. He obviously... Um, Cramping, abdominal pain, he was nauseous, uh, nauseous, he was vomiting, even, hey, even constipation. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. He's got four and a half pounds of metal dong up there. After the initial examination failed to reveal any uh, reveal anything, doctors decided they needed to do an x-ray where they, oh my God, it's eight inches long. Lodged at the intersection of his colon and the rectum like a cumbersome sex toy. The patient was reportedly uncooperative during the procedure. Obviously, what's it doing there? Well, it was there because of his sexual nature. His words. Well, surgeons had a very difficult time removing the 4.4 pound weight from his derriere. Jesus. Initially, they attempted to use tweezers. You're not going to pull out a dumbbell with tweezers. Oh, they had to sedate the guy. They couldn't hang on to it with the tweezers, though. Left with no other recourse, the team opted for manual extraction. (laughs) They stuck their hand up his ass. They fisted him to get it out. (laughs) Holy fuck. They said the surgeon reached in with their forearm and and yanked the foreign body out. (laughs) Thankfully, that was a success. The lucky fellow was discharged three days later. Barring any complications. He's going to have a bloody wiper for a few days, probably. They call this retained rectal objects. 
generally affecting males between the ages of 20 and 40. <laughs> ah, the most curious age and for again, any, any lonesome male. Hey, it goes back to the guy shoving the wire. The condition is extremely rare. However, there's been an uptick in thrill seekers putting junk in their trunk since the lockdown. What's wrong with just getting on Amazon or Adam and Eve and ordering yourself something that's supposed to do the job? What if they, what if they're past that? What if that was them then, but is not them now? So there you go. I guess that that I guess that would be the worst person on the planet. For I don't know. The last story for the podcast. I think the fact that was it that or the doctor that put him under, then fisted him while he was sleeping. Yeah, I think that's he. He somebody else had to take time out of their day to shove their arm up your ass. That makes you a terrible person. Have you ever seen those rubber training fists online? I just know the one with the meme where they have it and it well, says, check the background of all your photos. But there's one, but like a lot of them have their, their fingers are pinched like they're talking Italian. Like, hey, like that's how they stick them up there. Like they're talking Italian. <laughs> <laughs> My words, I uh, run out of words at this point on a Tuesday. All right, so there you go. Hey, just, you know, some food for thought as you go about the rest of your day. Hey, the body is a wonderland, man. Yeah, you might as well explore it, I guess. Wonder how it got there. All right, well, thanks for checking out the podcast again. If you dig it, share it. If you don't, I don't know, share it to people you don't like. Spread the word, you heard. Every Tuesday, you get a brand new episode. You can stay up to date, all things J, L, and K, and that includes, uh, obviously, every episode of the podcast, all of our YouTube videos, and all the social media links are all right there. Just head over to jlnkshow.com. We'll see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.